Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I am going to do basically a massive like wedding and relationship Q&A for this episode. I get a lot of questions about the wedding and my relationship with Thomas and I just thought it'll probably be like mostly wedding based but um, a little bit of like just relationship general Q&A. I think I'm going to try to super fine line with this one, guys, because obviously I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to like spoil the wedding by like giving a million details about like the styling decisions that we've made. There'll be a million photos, I'm sure, um, after the wedding. So I'm just going to tread a somewhat fine line, but I am going to answer as many questions as possible. Okay, so I did put a questions box on the Kindest Regards pod Instagram. So I'm literally, I just have my phone up and I'm going to go through everything. So there's some really specific ones, which I'm not going to go into just in terms of like what color my bridesmaids dresses are wearing or bridesmaids dresses are wearing. That was not good English. What color my bridesmaids dresses are or what type of flowers we're having. I think I'm just going to leave like all of that minutiae as a surprise, but there are some things that I really don't mind talking about. So the first one is what wedding band are you pairing with your beautiful engagement ring? Well, thank you for the compliment. And also um, the same person has asked, are you going to wear a wedding ring or wear both rings daily? So if you guys have seen my wedding ring, it was my mum's. It's vintage Cartier and it's like a big flower, I guess. So it's got three diamonds on the top, three diamonds on the bottom and a bigger diamond in the middle. And it just looks like a big flower. So the difficult thing with this ring, and I I guess luckily because it was my mom's, she had this issue with the ring like her entire life. Um, and she ended up just having a ring that sort of sat on top of it, which was just like a straight row of diamonds. But the difficult thing with this ring is it's raised so a lot of like older fashioned rings are quite lifted um, and definitely don't sit like flush with your finger so I've had to get a wedding ring that is able to sit nicely with this ring and it doesn't just sort of bobble on the top or underneath so basically my wedding ring is going to be v-shaped um, underneath so it sort of hugs it so it'll be one big row of diamonds but it'll be straight and then a v where the flower indent is and then straight again so it's quite classic very simple I'm thinking maybe a really good push present would be to get a like basically the exact same thing but flip it and do it on the top um I think that that was going to be the only way that I was going to be able to get something that looked like it belonged with that ring I wanted it to really sit beautifully and look like it was connected rather than just like a chunky ring that I slapped on the top of it um going back to the next question I'm I'm gonna wear both rings daily like I don't like I don't really there isn't a day that I don't wear my engagement ring really unless I'm not leaving the house but even then it's such a habit for me like I will normally take it off at night put it in the Cartier box next to my bed and then first thing in the morning when I get out of bed I put it on so I don't have a job or like it's not like I work in an industry like I'm not like a chef or a builder or like I don't work with my hands a lot so there's no real 
risk, I guess, of something happening to the ring. So I'm not too worried about that. I think I'll definitely wear both rings unless like there's a reason not to on that day because I'm doing something physical or I'm worried I'm going to lose it. I know that like a lot of people sometimes just wear the engagement ring or just mainly wear the wedding band, but I don't know. I think like you go to so much trouble to like, you know, have an engagement ring that you love and, you know, find a ring that goes really well with it. Like, I don't think people often sort of choose the wedding ring to be on its own. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, I think often, well, at least I did, you sort of pick a wedding ring that's going to go beautifully with the engagement ring. So it just seems like it would just make sense for me to wear them together. It seems silly to not wear the engagement ring. You know what I mean? Like it's beautiful. I love it. It just seems like it's wasted just sitting on like my bedside table. So yeah, I've gotten the ring. It's all sorted. Very exciting. Um, and yeah, I'll definitely wear both daily unless there's some reason not to. Okay. Next question. When did you know that he was the one? This is really hard because I didn't have like this moment of like, oh my God, like you're going to be my husband. I think from the jump, we just had a really incredible, like mature connection. I think there's like a difference between like connecting with someone just on like a physical level or connecting with someone, but you kind of connect, you don't connect on that like deeper level. Like it doesn't feel like it's like a long thing, but you still have like amazing chemistry. Like I felt like very, very early on, Thomas and I were very much on the same page and we had like an incredible connection, but we also like, we have all the same values and we value the same things. We wanted a lot of the same things out of life. And I really do believe that with relationships, a lot of it is luck and timing. You don't get to pick when you meet your person. You don't get to pick the timing and you you know often don't know how you're going to meet them. And I think that that is all just luck. But I think that very early on, we realized like, oh, like I can't see us finding this with someone else. Like it was very apparent that like... I've always had trust with him and we have an incredible friendship, which I think is a really important foundation for your relationship. Like he's the first person I want to tell things to. If something happens in my day, he's the first person I want to talk to about it. He's great at, we have an incredible, like I'm quite highly strung. I'm anxious by nature. He's incredibly calm and calculated and very, just he evens me out I guess like my mom would always say about the two of us like Thomas just gets Catherine like he just like gets her like even in our dynamics like watching the two of us like we've had people say like you guys just like have it like that connection of just like it's just easy it's not difficult there's like good flow there's no like real stress like I know that relationships require work all relationships require an investment in quality time and you know being kind to one another and making sure that you're both you both have a full cup in the relationship but our relationship isn't work like I don't feel like any issue that we ever have like it's not something it's not something big it's something that we get over very quickly um I'm definitely have a more fiery personality than he does he's a lot calmer and more level-headed than I am I feel like I definitely have like that fiery side um but it's still like even in saying that like we've never really had any big blow-ups or huge fights or anything like that just more like calm disagreements so I think that 
it's important if you're looking for like someone that you want to build a life with and, you know, have children with and live with and, you know, build a future together. You need to be able to deal with conflict and all of that. So I think that I never had like a moment of knowing he was the one, but I just like never would want to be with anybody else. And I think I found that early. So it was less about like, oh, yeah, this is it. And more just like early on, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to want to be with anyone else. (laughs) Um, Okay, next question. This one's kind of hilarious. I won't lie. What can I do as a bridesmaid to stand out? (laughs) That is look that's an honest question at least but I feel like that's just kind of hilarious what can I do as a bridesmaid to stand out and she's done it with like a laughy emoji and a kiss emoji so I feel like it's meant to be like a little bit funny but I feel like that's also serious okay I'm gonna treat this as delicately as possible I have five bridesmaids two are our sisters my sister and Thomas's sister and three are my friends so I adore all of them, obviously, and I would never, none of them would ever, I think, focus too much on that. I am happy to say that, like, my bridesmaids are all in the same color, but different dresses from the same designer because all of my bridesmaids are absolutely beautiful, but everyone's very different. Everyone looks good in different things, feels good in different things. And I just wanted everybody to feel beautiful on the day and feel confident in whatever dress they were wearing. And I felt like if I tried to, you know, dictate too much what that dress was, I didn't want anybody to hate it. Like I'm not a big fan of like strapless dresses. It just doesn't suit my frame. So I would never pick a strapless dress and I just wouldn't, I would hate to like be standing up in front of everybody in a strapless dress because I just like don't feel good in that look. So I would love for people to have that grace with me. So I picked the color um, from my bridesmaids, the place we got the dresses, and then all the girls picked their own individual dresses. Now, they are all going to look incredibly beautiful, and I have no doubt about that, but I think it's obviously not their job to like the bride is always by default probably going to stand out the most because she's in a massive white dress. I just feel like it's it's their day. It's like the bride's day. It's never anyone else's job. I know there's like so much controversy online sometimes about like wedding guest attire and like what you wear to a wedding and how it shouldn't be like it shouldn't take focus away from the bride. I don't have really that sentiment. Like we're hosting a black tie wedding. I want everybody to be their most extra selves. I want all the women to wear gowns and feel like it's a red carpet. I want all the guys to feel like, you know, they can have their James Bond moment. I want everyone to get super glam and have so much fun with it. I would never look at someone's outfit unless they arrive in a wedding dress. Like I really don't care what anybody wears as long as it fits the black tie you know, formality of the day. Like, I don't care if someone wears a really glam, low cut red dress. Like, I just don't really care. Um, I think as a bridesmaid, like, you know, you'll be radiant no matter what you're in. You, I'm sure you'll be in a beautiful dress. You get to be up there with what I imagine is one of the closest people to you in your life on the most special day that they're going to have up to that point. And, 
you will be radiant regardless. So I don't think put in too much effort to stand out (laughs) any more than normal, but you'll stand out by default. Everyone will know who you are. You're up there in that moment. I'm sure you'll get introduced like in the reception as a bridesmaid, like everybody will know you. And I don't think that you need to put in too much extra effort to stand out. I definitely wouldn't focus too much on it but I'm sure that without trying you will stand out regardless (laughs) that was the most diplomatic I could answer that question guys okay another question did you drop hints prior that's interesting we definitely didn't have that dynamic in the sense that we I we haven't like been together for seven years and I'm like wondering if he's bought the ring and like dropping hints that I want a ring and like that just like wasn't us like we were very very open early on that we wanted to get married and that we saw a future with one another that it got to a point where like I knew for sure that he was going to propose at some point in the near future but I just had no idea like when and how but like I knew like that it was coming at some point. I just like didn't know when we both want to be like, you know, we both are very comfortable getting married younger. We both want to be young parents. I think that that was a focus for us. Like I knew that he wasn't going to wait five years to propose to me. Like that just was never our dynamic. Like I knew that it was a priority for him and for myself, but also obviously he's the one that pops the question. It was a priority for him to get engaged and he really wanted that. So I think I knew that, it wasn't going to be like years down the track. Like we were very candid and open that it was something that was going to be in the foreseeable future. So I never really needed to like drop hints. We just had a very like open line of communication about where we, you know, the timeline for lack of a better word that we saw ourselves going on. And it just wasn't in our plan to wait years and years and years to get engaged. It just like didn't suit us. There's nothing wrong with that. That's definitely the more normal way of doing it. But I think, yeah, like weddings and getting engaged in our future was not a taboo topic. So I never needed to like drop hints. It was more just, I knew that it was going to come at some point. And I was surprised when it did happen because it was like quicker than I thought. I thought it was going to be, we got engaged in Jan- very early January 4th on 2020 in 2021. So early 2021. And I did think it was probably going to be that year, but I really did think it was going to be like the back end of the year. So the fact that it happened like January 4th was a huge surprise. And I did kind of love that because I feel like the longer it went on, the more I probably would have been like, okay, like it's happening any minute now. Like I know he's going to do it. Whereas like when he did it, I really wasn't expecting it. So I feel like he like got the perfect blend of like, I knew we were going to get engaged, but I didn't know it was going to happen then. Okay. Next question. How do you and Tom sort your finances as dating versus how you will when you're married? Oh, good question. Um, Finance wise, we definitely believe in equity, not equality. So I'm on a great wage for my age. I have two sources of income with my job, but also I do social media, which obviously, you know, I earn money off. Um, Tom is, you know, has a very stable job as a buyer's agent, but he earns more than I do. So it just was the way that we rolled that, you know, if you're earning four times as much as me, like you pay four times as much, not like in that exact way. Like I don't, you know, we don't work it out to the dollar. Like we definitely aren't like the, like, um, how do I put this? Like 
we don't keep track in like minute detail about stuff like we don't go like okay you owe me like twenty dollars like it's that would just that's just not who we are like that's not our dynamic like you know we split the rent I pay some bills Thomas pays other bills but he like very much pays for like dinners and things like that like it's just not we just don't like count the dollars in that kind of detail when we were dating I think we probably did more like what before we were living together like I think we like we do have a joint account and things like that but I think when we were dating like it was definitely a little bit more even because obviously you don't have rent and bills and like those sort of joint expenses that you work out like who's paying for what and all of that but I think that when you're dating like you don't have that kind of like extra layer so you know like sometimes we'd split things probably 70% of the time Thomas would get dates and maybe like 30% I'd like insist or we'd split it or I can't even remember to be honest like I can't even remember how we did it but we definitely didn't like count the dollars um that just hasn't been our dynamic but now I think like as you get older like and you get married I just don't think that it's realistic to think that like your money isn't going to blend. Like, of course, like you might have your own account where you save some money. He might have his own account where he saves a bit of money. But I think like more often than not, like I'm not worried about like getting groceries one time and he gets it. Then like it all comes out in the wash. You know what I mean? Like we don't, I just don't really worry about it that much. Um, It's just like not our dynamic. But I think when you're dating, like obviously like try and be much more like equal with things, but when you're like getting married, I just think, you know, worrying about like the specific dollars and cents. If that's like the way that you feel comfortable, like absolutely no judgment. I think there's no right way of doing it. But for us, that's just not really the way that we roll. Okay. Next question, which sort of flows, are you guys going to get a prenup? Um, I think I would like to, I think Tom would like to, I don't think he's too worried about it. I'm probably more, keen for that I think I know that a lot of people like think that prenups are like good sense and bad romance I don't see it that way at all like I come from a family of divorce and I am not idealistic but I know like he's my person and I'm not worried about us separating at all I have no doubt that we'll be together forever and I hope that I'm right and I know that he feels the exact same but of course like life can throw very very unexpected things at you and I'm hoping that that never ever happens and you know I'm definitely like I'm I by nature being anxious prepare for the worst case scenario and a lot of people think that that like puts a dampener on the merriment but I think prenuptial agreements like you can we obviously don't have like we haven't accumulated wealth together as of yet like we're very young so I think like our wealth portfolio at the moment is like we have one but it's not like massive or anything like that I think that it's more about like your future assets how you want to divide you know payments for your children and those things like that making sure that you have shared agreements on you know um, child support and the way that you want to split that if anything god forbid was ever to happen we haven't really like worked out whether or not we're going to do a prenup but i'm definitely not opposed to it i just i would never want him to you know think that in the emotion of anything i'm sorry guys my phone's ringing (laughs) sorry guys speak of the devil that was thomas um 
terrible podcast hosting not putting my phone on silent (laughs) um yeah like I know that divorce comes with a lot of emotion and luckily I don't have experiences with bad divorces my parents got divorced when I was like 13 14 and they are still incredible friends and I have no trauma over that whatsoever and if we were to ever separate I would hope that it would be like that but I know that there's a lot of emotion that can come with divorce and depending on the circumstances there can be a lot of anger and I don't want to be idealistic in the way that people handle situations in those circumstances I will never come for him I know that he will never come for me but sometimes it's just nice to have that marriage insurance I guess and I don't know what our final where we'll land on that this is quite a candid topic guys but I don't know where we're going to land on it and if we will actually end up getting one but let's say we're both not opposed to doing it because I think we both see the value in just having it's not about like you know, this is yours, this is mine, because obviously like we're very young, but it's more about just like in future, like having in writing that we aren't going to come for one another. And, you know, we value each other as friends, regardless of whether or not our marriage ends, which it won't. So (laughs) we'll hopefully never have to use it. Okay. Next question. So many of these are so detailed, guys. I feel so bad not answering them. Where to find good bridesmaids dresses? Okay, so I got my bridesmaids dresses from a store called Oleg Cassini, which is actually where my sister got our bridesmaids dresses when she got married. I was her maid of honor and all of her dresses were from Oleg Cassini. And they were great because they had such a wide range. They have so many colors. Like it allows you so much freedom for your bridesmaids, which is, which was great for me, given I'm having them in different dresses, but I, unfortunately they have closed their stores after like a bajillion years, which is like so heartbreaking. Something I found out after actually using them and after my sister using them as well was that Oleg Cassini designed dresses for Jackie Kennedy for like a decade, which just felt like so fitting because we all know how absolutely like in love and obsessed with Jackie Kennedy I am. So I just thought that was just, I feel like she follows me in like in my life. (laughs) And I thought that that was so weird, but I know that Oleg Cassini was amazing. I feel like with bridesmaids dresses, and I know this sounds like so rogue because I didn't do a ton of research because I knew that I wanted them from there because we had such freedom and fun when we did it for my sisters. Like I felt like it was really an easy, streamlined process. They make it very, very simple. But of late, weirdly enough, like just doing like regular online shopping at so many very like normal stores that just do regular clothes. So many people have like bridesmaids dresses on those sites, which is like so funny, but like, I know like Shopo and Hello Molly and like Petal and Pup and all these like really like normal e-commerce, like boutique stores have like put more effort into like having like and more affordable like inexpensive bridesmaids dress range which is so so good because it shouldn't be like that difficult particularly if you want one dress for everyone I would say like don't feel the pressure to go and get something like custom made or like from some super expensive place like there are so many places to get bridesmaids dresses just from like your regular e-commerce places but unfortunately the place that I got them is closing down which really bums me out but I would have recommended Oleg Cassini but that's okay um thoughts on wishing wells or gift registries so 
I feel like gift registries, we're doing a wishing well, but um, not for any particular reason, only really because we don't need anything. (laughs) I think that gift registries and giving couples gifts for their wedding is such a beautiful tradition and I really do love it. But I think that it's antiquated in many ways because I feel like if you haven't lived with your partner and you don't have like all the things that you need to live together, then it's such a good idea. I recommend that if you aren't living together before you get married, that is such a good idea to do a registry instead of a wishing well, because you probably need like things for the kitchen, things for the bathroom, like a beautiful set of crockery or towels or a kettle or all those things. But when you've been living with your partner for years, like we don't need anything. Like we've accumulated everything that we could possibly need. And then some, like we don't need like a toaster or a new set of champagne glasses. Like we literally have everything. So I feel like we would end up with just like more stuff that we just don't need. So I think wishing well or gift registry definitely depends on whether or not you want like stuff because you maybe do or like having a gift registry can be quite good because you can pick the things that you'd like people to buy for you so maybe like even if you are living together you could make a list with your partner of like the stuff that you want or that you don't have and then put that on the registry but we just like you know went with the path of least resistance just because we couldn't even think of anything that we needed so that's what we're doing but there's definitely no right way of doing it I might leave it at that, guys. There are so many. I feel really bad. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to do like a wedding Q&A. Oh, one like really basic one is like, where is your wedding venue? So we're getting married at Redleaf in Wollombi, which is in the Hunter Valley region of New South Wales. We are absolutely obsessed with the venue. I booked it a month after we got engaged because the wait list was so long. I feel like I never saw anyone get married there. And then the second we booked the venue, I saw thousands of weddings at Redleaf. And honestly, like... If it wasn't such a beautiful venue, I'd be annoyed, but there is so, like, I, yeah, I so get why people pick that venue. It's like a Tuscan themed venue and it is stunning. It's like a, your little slice of Italy in New South Wales. So I fully, fully get why people love it. I'm just looking at all the questions that people submitted and I'm definitely going to do a de- a wedding debrief Q&A once we're married because I can get into like every supplier we had, every all of that, but I just don't want to give like heaps of stuff away. So I'm just going to wait for those questions, but hopefully, because I get so many other things about like my relationship and the wedding, I wanted to like at least address some of them. So I hope that this has been somewhat informative for you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. I absolutely love hearing from you guys about what you want to hear on the podcast and Often I will put up question boxes on specific topics I want to talk about or what you guys want to hear on the podcast. And it is so incredibly helpful when you guys let me know what you want to hear from me because obviously you guys know what you want me to say more than I do half the time. (laughs) So I love hearing from you guys on the Kindest Regards pod Instagram or you can always message me on Catherine Ray Robinson on Instagram as well. But I will chat to you guys next week and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.